0: Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Brutus Steel, I'm host, DG Monte Ale, and this episode I'll be recapping Marvel's What If? Episode 5, the Zombies episode. Now we all thought this was going to be a Thor-themed episode based on the marketing and also the release schedule, but Marvel appears to have changed it up for reasons we don't know, so we will see the Thor episode later in the season, but Episode 5 was instead the Zombies episode, which is a highly anticipated episode. We all thought it was going to be Episode 7 of Marvel's What If? in Season 1, but instead it it's Episode 5, which we'll recap here in a few minutes. Also, the NFL season is right now in full swing, so as you're listening to this episode NFL games are currently going on so I'll be recapping the first week of the NFL season in a future edition of Brew Distilled I am looking at a Wednesday edition of Brew Distilled which will be focused mainly on the NFL week by week and where I'll be recapping the six most interesting teams I see in the NFL with the six most interesting storylines and those teams are for the NFC the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys from the AFC the three teams are the New England Patriots the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars so do look forward on a future edition of Brew Distilled by recapping the storylines of these six teams in terms of how their week played out and also how their season is going and also what will become of their franchises as we progress into the NFL season. As these six teams have what I see as the most interesting storylines, and it's going to be very interesting to see how things play out for them in the NFL season. So do say two for that. When I'm planning to be a Wednesday edition of Brew Distilled, which we be focused mainly on the NFL, and there also will be drink pairings as well. And hope everyone's getting ready for a transition into the fall season, the fall season will definitely be interesting with the NFL and also with Marvel as well. And also, Drink pairings. I'm thinking about doing more cold weather beverages and having more cold weather drinks here on the British Hill Podcast. I'm thinking about more like stout beers, porters, red ales, and also whiskey. So do stay tuned for that in future editions of British Hills as it's going to colder weather season, which will mean more colder weather drinks. But now it's time to recap Marvel's What If? Episode five. I'm now going to recap Marvel's What If? Episode five from Disney Plus, and this episode was a highly anticipated Marvel's Zombies episode. Now, as previously thought, this episode was going to come much later in season one. It was special it was going to be episode 7 of season 1 but in a surprise move marvel made this episode 5 instead of episode 7 and it was an okay episode but not the best episode of season 1 it definitely had a comedic slash fast-paced nature to it with definitely some elements of a zombie movie and the main stars in this episode pretty much revolved around peter parker spider-man which you all knew is going to be a zombie hunter but i didn't see much of the zombie hunter in peter parker in this episode although he was wearing the cloak of dr strange as dr strange in this episode was turned into a zombie now the episode does pretty much follow in the timeline of Avengers Infinity War, but it also appears that the Avengers did not break up after the events of Captain America Civil War, as in the beginning of the episode, we saw the Avengers group together, so they're all united. We saw Captain America and Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Black Panther all united, going in to fight the zombie pandemic that threatens and take over the entire Earth. But unfortunately, the Avengers are overrun by the zombies, and in the end they become zombies themselves, except for a select few who are not zombies, which in this episode were Peter Parker and T'Challa, which I'll get to later. Bruce Banner, the Hulk, does come back from the time-space void he was in after the events of Thor Rattarok. He comes in Earth just like he did in Avengers Infinity War. He wants to warn the fellow Avengers that the arrival of Thanos' is coming that Thanos is a grave threat to Earth. But when Bruce Banner arrives, he steps outside, sees that the environment outside is all abandoned, is very eerie. He then fears he was too late, that he got there too late, that Thanos did arrive before him. But he soon finds out that the Avengers definitely took that dark turn from the beginning of the episode, as he now knows that he became zombie. He sees this when Thanos' crew arrives. Now, Thanos' crew does arrive. They're not zombified yet. Ebony Maw is amongst them. And it's just like that scene in Avengers Infinity War, where Ebony Maw makes his intro speech and people of Earth all end up fighting the Avengers. But in this scene, he gets ambushed by the trio of Iron Man, Dr. Strange, and Wong, who are all now zombies. They take down Ebony Maw. Now, Bruce Banner has no idea that these guys are now zombies. He thinks they're there to fight Ebony Maw. But then he realizes something is off the way they're using their tactics to fight Ebony Maw. That's when Bruce Banner finds out the into zombies, and now he knows that something else is going on on Earth. It has nothing to do with Thanos, but now Bruce Banner knows that zombies are now threatening to take over the Earth. He tries to turn into Hawk, but it fails, just like it did in Avengers Infinity War. Now, within Flash 4, two weeks later into the future, we now see Spider-Man. Apparently, Spider-Man is leading a group of survivors to fight this pandemic, and amongst the survivors are not only Spider-Man, but also Bruce Banner, aka the Hawk. So, apparently, Banner found his way over to Spider-Man in that two weeks after the introduction of the episode, what we saw in the very first scene. Also, amongst the survivors are Dr. Strange's Cloak Hope Van Dyne Bucky Barnes Sharon Carter Happy Hogan Kurt and OK from the Wakanda World Guard it's definitely an interesting crew of survivors but I also wonder where some of the other Avengers are at such as War Machine because we don't see any mention of War Machine in this episode we also don't see any mention of Nick Fury or Maria Hill so we don't know where they're at but we do know that pretty much all the Avengers are turned into zombies we get a confirmation of this we see Falcon is also a zombie he's briefly in this episode as well in a very brief fight scene we also find out that the zombie plague came from the quantum realm which came from an ill-fated trip from Hank Pym who we went to the quantum realm looking for his lost wife only to come back with a zombie pandemic virus now the crew does head to a shield base in New Jersey hoping to find a cure there which does come from the ill-fated train ride where we do see that anticipated scene now this is the scene the scene I'm about to talk about is one I've been anticipating and that was a showdown between Bucky and the zombie fight Captain America which happened on a train car and it was much more fast-paced than I thought it would be but pretty much it had to be because this was a half-hour episode so they really couldn't extend this whole scene to make it more dramatic than I thought it would have been. I thought it probably would have been more emotional and to have more of an emotional impact as it evolved Bucky squaring off against his good friend Captain America. But in the end, Bucky prevails against his zombie fight Captain America by killing him, but also in the same time, Sharon Carter also turns to a zombie, but she's also killed by Hope Van Dyne who unfortunately contracts the virus to an open wound, which does give them hope that they can find a cure inside of Van Dyne. They go to a secret base in South Carolina, but the base is also surrounded by zombies. They know they can't get in there on their own. So Van Dyne volunteers to sacrifice herself by going from being small to being a giant and she walks the survivors to that base and at the end, she sacrifices herself to the zombies as she knows she doesn't have much time left given her exposure to the virus. But her final sacrifice does allow the survivors to get inside the base. That's where they find out that Vision is hiding out there and apparently Vision found some kind of cure for the virus as he has proof there with Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man. But it's also a very different version of Ant-Man. But it's also shown that Vision... Vision is hiding something. that He has a vibe here that he's hiding something from what remains of the Avengers and other Marvel characters. We get a confirmation of this when Bucky finds T'Challa still alive apparently T'Challa is being held captive by Vision in order to feed a zombified Wanda. So apparently Vision was acting in his own self-interest because he wanted to keep his love with Wanda alive even though Wanda is also a zombie. When confronted with this, Vision said he tried to cure Wanda but her powers was resisting the treatment. So apparently he's finding other ways to stay with Wanda even even though she is now a zombie. And a very powerful zombie at that, given her powers with chaotic magic. This does end up in a final struggle, where unfortunately some more of the heroes had to sacrifice themselves. And in the end, Bruce Banner sacrifices himself by turning into Hulk after he was trying to turn into Hulk early in the episode, but he's able to do that now in this episode, and he sacrifices himself by coming to Hulk by fighting off zombies, allowing T'Challa, Spider-Man, and Ant-Man to escape in the Quinjet they found at the base. There is also a final sacrifice from Vision, where he sacrifices himself by getting rid of the Mind Stone out of his head and giving it to the final heroes after they escape. We do see a zombie-fied Van Dyne try to grab the Quinjet as it escapes but the jet is able to power off and get away flying off into the sunset. Now the scene does show some reminiscences of zombie films where the survivors fly off into the sunset and kind of what happens in this episode. We see Peter Parker aka Spider-Man fly off into sunset with T'Challa and also Scott Lang who also now has a cloak of Doctor Strange. Peter Parker is also full of despair about what the future holds given the recent deaths of all the Avengers in this episode. But T'Challa does raise a sense of hope saying that no one is really dead. That death is not the final destination. And they flew off to Wakanda only not to know that Wakanda is currently overrun by zombies also. And that's where we see a zombified Thanos with the gauntlet. With also all the affinity zones except the mind stone. So it appears that Thanos and zombies have overrun Wakanda. It's just that Peter Parker, T'Challa, and Ant-Man are not aware of this as he flew off to Wakanda. And that's how the episode ends. It was definitely a cliffhanger ending. We don't know if they're going to this season to continue in Season 2, but there's been word that zombies will continue in the MCU, probably different versions, maybe even live action, probably even more animated specials on Disney Plus from Marvel. So this could be a standalone episode. It could also be to be continued in Season 2 Marvel's What If. Right now, all that just remains to be seen. But in my final review of this episode, it was an okay episode. It was not a great episode. It definitely won't be my favorite episode of Season 1. The zombie storyline is definitely popular in the comics, and it definitely did make for an interesting episode of Marvel's What If, as it definitely did push the bomb Boundaries of what Marvel can do when it comes to exploring the multiverse. And this episode is no doubt a prime example of that as it definitely was more of a darker slash more comedic episode as it definitely did have that good blend of humor and darkness by showing a very dark reality in the MCU. But despite the innovation, despite this was a decent episode, a good episode, this wasn't great because the idea of seeing the Avengers turn into zombies just doesn't really work for me. And it would have been nice to see more Avengers teaming up with Peter Parker and also Bruce Banner and also the remaining heroes to fight. Out the zombie apocalypse now we don't know what happened to war machine there is no mention of war machine in this episode so we don't know what his status is we also don't get a mention of Maria Hill or Nick Fury and also Thor and then there's also Captain Marvel because if Nick Fury sees what's going on he will no doubt call in Captain Marvel so we also don't know what's going on with that so those are amongst the loose ends I noticed in this episode as there's definitely some unanswered questions in terms of the whereabouts of certain heroes that there could have been more Avengers helping out the heroes in this episode but it's also possible we might see that explored in a future edition follow-up of this episode that might answer all these unanswered questions. But it was a good episode, just not a great episode. It definitely, just like I said earlier, won't be my favorite episode of Marvel's What If Season 1. So far, my favorite episode has so far been Episode 2, the one where T'Challa became Star-Lord because that was an amazing episode along with the recent episode from last week where Doctor Strange became a dark version of himself. But this episode is, you know, like it was good but not great. But it also does open up a very interesting storyline in the MCU multiverse by adapting a very popular comic series into an animated episode episode of Marvel's What If Season 1, while also ending on a cliffhanger that I definitely do believe needs to be addressed in a future episode, most likely in Season 2. But I do believe we will see more Marvel Zombies. I don't know if it's going to be a continuation of this episode, or more of a standalone. There's also been talk of a series for Marvel Zombies, and responsible possibly might see the Marvel Zombies in live action, but all that just remains to be seen. Now, as for my beer pairing for this week's episode, the beer I'm pairing with this comes from the Pacific Northwest up in Portland, Oregon. And that is the Breakside IPA, brewed by Breakside Brewing in Portland, Oregon. This IPA serves as a flagship beer of Breakside Brewing up in Portland, Oregon. It's available all year round. First brewed in 2011 with an ABV of 6.2. And it's brewed with hops of Chinook, Citra, Columbus, and Falconer's Flight. It definitely has a good malty caramel coloring to it. Also, it's very much an excellent taste. Making it even better, this beer is available all year round. This is a beer I definitely would not want to wait for. It's definitely good to see available all year round. It's that good of a beer. And this beer has won awards in 2020, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015, and 2014. And there's a lot of awards for this beer on Breakside Brewing's website. Several gold medals, magazine awards, and this beer has even won awards up in Canada. So this is definitely a beer worth checking out. It's definitely a good beer, a good IPA. I definitely do believe IPAs definitely do pair well with the MCU and definitely with Marvel's What If. The can art is also amazing as well. I definitely have pictures of this on the Brutusil podcast Instagram page. And its flavor profile overall is evergreen, citrus, and tropical fruit. All those flavors blend well together and really make this a very effective IPA. And once again, the coloring is really good as well. It has like a not too dark of a color. It has like more of a caramel multi-coloring to it. Definitely sits well with the glass. I bought mine in the can. But having this beer on draft is something I like to have someday. Is to find a tap room somewhere. But this is definitely a beer worth checking out. And I definitely want to try it out on a bottle. I got mine in the can. But getting this beer in a bottle will also be very nice as well. As I tend to prefer bottle beer over canned beer. But definitely, this beer would definitely be very interesting to try on draft also in a bottle. But again, that beer is a Breakside IPA from Breakside Brewing up in Portland, Oregon. It's definitely a good beer to check out. The can art is also amazing, and it has a really nice blend of flavors. I really love the flavors in this. And also, according to their website, it has flavors like apricot, guava, and orange, which really blend well to help make the flavor of this beer very effective. So this is a multi-faceted beer, a definitely multi-faceted beer in terms of coloring and also taste. So do check out this beer, the Breakside IPA from Breakside Brewing up in Portland, Oregon, and ask me about beer pairing this week for Marvelous What If Episode Five, the Zombies episode. As Breakside tends to have a ring to it when it comes to getting away from zombies because because in the episode, our heroes were getting away from the zombies in multiple scenarios. So it's like they're doing like a Breakside kind of move to get away from the zombies all the way to the very end of the episode. They definitely see this beer as a right pairing for this week's episode. And again, that beer is a Breakside IPA from Breakside Brewing up in Portland, Oregon. Definitely do check it out. A craft beer, worth the drink. And that would do for me on this Sunday's edition of Brew Distilled. I'm your host, DG Monty Ale. Do stay tuned for future editions of Brew Distilled, where I'll be recapping the NFL season. I'll be recapping six NFL teams in terms of how the story plays out in the NFL season. So also do do stay tuned for that, along with also feature recaps of Marvel's What If, along with drink pairings as well. And I'll see y'all next week. Do check out his podcast on Instagram, I'm Brewed Distilled on Instagram. I'm your host, DG Monte Ale. I'll see y'all next week. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. <laughs>